Man, you know the Democrats are in trouble when Joe Biden is is viewed as so old and so crazy that the person they bring out to rescue him is Bernie Sanders, who's even older and even crazier. What's what's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And a couple things. First of all, I may if I sound different, if I look different, or if I just if you get this different feeling, uh, I'm at my home studio today. My uh, my son has a golf tournament. Um, early this morning. So I'm going to go visit him there. I'm going to go watch some as much as I can before showtime. And uh, and so I, I re- I'm recording this on Sunday night. This is Sunday night. You're probably watching football or you're probably not watching. I don't know. Maybe you're at church. Maybe you're just maybe you're already asleep. I don't know. I don't look. I don't know what you're doing. That'd be creepy if I did. Um, but anyway, I appreciate you. I appreciate you tuning in today. Uh, we're going to get to the, the show is going to be fantastic. And one of the things I really want to focus on is how bad it is for Joe Biden, not just in 2022. 2022 is pretty much a done deal for the Democrats. They're over. The Democrats are over party. You might as well buy your, you might as well buy your decorations right now. You might as well start planning, get the guest list. You can come up with like some kind of drink, like a red wave teeny. You know, every time there's a party or a celebration, they come up with some kind of cute drinks, like a red wave teeny or a, um, I don't know, like, well, you could come up with your own probably, but that's not, this isn't a food and drink drink podcast, so we're not going to spend too much time, uh, time on that at all. But, and then of course the Senate continues to slip out of the control of the Democrats. The Senate seems to be every single day as we get closer and closer, more and more likely that it will also change hands. It's more and more likely that Raphael Warnock will lose to Herschel Walker. It's more and more likely that Dr. Oz will beat John Fetterwoman. It's more and more likely that there'll be Republican pickups in Nevada and various other places like that. Uh, So the Democrats have a very bleak future. And then, of course, the bleakest thing they look to is the president of the United States, their guy, who in 2024 probably won't be on the ballot because as we as we learned this weekend, his wife doesn't even want him on the ballot. I don't know if you saw this. I don't know if you saw this clip, but let me play you this clip. This is him on MSNBC talking to some reporter who I'd never seen before. Uh, but listen, this is the question was, are you running again for uh, for president in 2024? Listen to this guy's answer. I have not made that formal decision, but it's my intention, my intention to run again. And we have time to make that decision. Uh, Dr. Biden is for it. Mr. President. Oh, Dr. Biden thinks that uh, my wife thinks that uh, that I uh, that that we're that we're doing something very important. Okay, that's first of all, I hate playing these Joe Biden clips because there's so much gap. There's so much space in between his answers that I feel like people think there's something wrong with the podcast. Like, I, I just imagine every time I play a Joe Biden clip like that and he pauses for three to five seconds, people are looking at their iPhones or their their Androids or they're in their car just tapping the button going, what the hell happened to Mark? What is going on with this POS podcast? It's not me. It's him. There were there were big. In fact, I'm looking at it right now. There are big, long gaps, three to five seconds where he can't. In fact, you, you heard the guy. He said, Mr. President, does, does Dr. Biden agree that you should run again? And there was such a long pause. He thought Joe Biden fell asleep. He goes, Mr. President. And then he, he saw like a glimmer of life in his eye. He goes, oh, sorry. Go ahead. What, go ahead. What's your answer? And of course, the answer was a non-answer. Jill Biden, of course, doesn't want Joe Biden to run for president. But Jill Biden, of course, doesn't want her her husband or her son to go to jail either. So she's kind of stuck. At, she's kind of backed herself into a corner. You know, that's the problem with power. When you seek out powerful people. When you marry into a powerful family, when you do whatever it takes, either legal or highly illegal, to cont- to maintain that power, to hold on to that power as long as possible, then you got to live with the consequences. 
And if it means propping your husband up for four more years or pretending that your husband's not knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door every single day of his life, then that's what you do because you made your bed and now you have to um, and now you have to lie in it. So they've got a big problem in 2024, 2022. Their problems are already that's that's written in stone. 2024 is going to be the biggest issue because if the Republicans can come in and for the next two years do everything they said they were going to do. And if they can come in and for the next two years wrestle back control from the Democrats and try to, you know, stop the bleeding, because, again, it's two parts. The first thing they're going to do is they're going to the Republicans are going to arrive on the scene and they're going to tie the tourniquets and they're going to assess and they're going to triage and they're going to stop the bleeding. And then in 2024, we can get in there and bring in a surgeon to just cut out all the cancer and order the chemotherapy and get everything we need so that our country won't die a terrible, awful, horrible death at the uh at the you know as a as a as a bad reaction to a horrible severe case of bidenitis which is where we are uh which is where we are right now so that's part one that's part one now the whole thing with bernie sanders because again the democrats they're in they're in panic mode you know they're like we got to stop our our hopes and dreams and our power from 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 being taken from us um it is what do we do? <laughs> do we do we call in the young, hip Democrat that everybody loves, that everybody looks to for the future, that has great ideas, that is somebody that can bring this country together, that has had massive success in rallying support from both sides of the aisle, who is youthful, who is dynamic, who is the total, who is easy to understand, who's the total opposite of the guy we have, Joe Biden? No. Why would we do that? Let's go get somebody older. Let's, you know. This grumpy, old, rich, white dude from the North, nobody likes this guy. Let's go find a grumpier, older, probably not richer, whiter dude from even farther North to come in and tell the rest of the country why Joe Biden's not so bad. And that's what they did with Bernie Sanders. And Bernie Sanders, of course, was typical Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders believes that everybody who makes a decent wage or more is a greedy SOB, man. And they just deserve to be taken down and taxed out the wazoo. And they're probably criminals. And this inflation issue, this inflation issue isn't the problem of the Democrats. This inflation issue isn't the problem of Joe Biden. This inflation wasn't caused by the the uh, the party that has been. In, in fact, Jake Tapper, he was on with Jake Tapper because that's the that's what you have to do. You have to find somebody to speak for Joe Biden because Joe Biden can barely speak for himself. So Bernie Sanders goes on Jake Tapper, State of the Union on Sunday morning, and he asks him, he goes flat out inflation. You guys hold the House of Representatives. You guys hold the Senate. Joe Biden's the president of the United States. Everybody's looking around going, why the hell am I voting for Democrats? They can't, they control everything and everything's horrible. What do you do? Listen to Bernie Sanders' answer to that question. Well, we have half the votes, exactly half the votes in the Senate and a tiny majority uh, in the House. And I think it's important that when we talk about inflation, Republicans will say, well, this is Joe Biden's fault. Really? Our inflation rate is much too high. It is 8%. It is 10% in the UK, 10% throughout Europe, 7% in Canada. Inflation is a global problem caused, A, by the breaking of supply chains because of the pandemic, by the war in Ukraine. And as I said, significant part of inflation has to do with corporate greed. Okay, there you go. So this is the new line, by the way. And if you listen to the show later today, I'm going to have a couple more Democrats in prominent positions. Nancy Pelosi, they're all saying the same thing. This is the new talking point. 
it's not Joe Biden's fault we have inflation. It's a global phenomenon. It's global inflation. Everything's global. Global warming, global thermonuclear war. Now it's global inflation. It's not Joe Biden's fault. It's just something that happened globally. Like it just popped up out of nowhere. They want you to believe that inflation comes from eh, nothing in particular. And when it happens, it hits, it hits globally like the pandemic. Like they believe they believe inflation was created in some viral uh, in some laboratory in Wuhan. And uh, and, you know, it seeped out in a wet market through some kind of bat soup delicacy or whatever. But he does. He does do what Joe Biden does, because, you know, again, he's speaking for Joe Biden and he slips in there. The two things that Joe Biden blames everything on the pandemic and Putin, Putin and the pandemic. The supply chain issues caused by the pandemic, Putin's war, that's why we have inflation. Those are both lies. Again, we don't have inflation because of the pandemic. We have inflation because of the lockdowns, the extended lockdowns. We don't have, we didn't have high unemployment because of the pandemic. We had high unemployment because of the extended lockdowns. We don't have high suicide rates. We don't have high drug addiction and alcohol addiction rates because of the pandemic. We have it because of the lockdowns. A pandemic's a pandemic. You can survive a pandemic. You can live through a pandemic. Your economy can thrive during a pandemic. You can come out of a pandemic without any kind of inflation. But lockdowns are totally different stories. And the Democrats controlled the lockdowns. And they kept Americans locked down as long as possible. Hell, if it were up to them, if they didn't have Ron DeSantis's fighting back against them every step of the way, they'd still have people locked down. There'd still be states that would be sitting around forcing people to wear masks and not go to school. There are some states that are considering that again coming into the winter. So don't don't be fooled. The inflation rate has nothing to do with the pandemic. It has everything to do with the lockdowns. And as far as Vladimir Putin goes, Vladimir Putin's aggression comes from one place. Joe Biden's weakness. Joe Biden is a weak leader. He demonstrated his weak leadership in Afghanistan. He demonstrates his weak leadership in defending our borders. Everybody in the world sees it. Vladimir Putin sees it. President Xi sees it. Uh, Kim Jong-un sees it, which is why he's flying these rockets all over all over Japan. You know, Little Rocket Man is back. Little Rocket Man was gone. Little Rocket Man is back. Why? Because Joe Biden ain't got no spine. And the migrants and the immigrants from Venezuela, they all come right over the border. They know Joe Biden's not going to do a damn thing. And they're right. So Putin's aggression is because of Biden's weakness. If Joe Biden were strong, like Donald Trump was strong, there'd be no aggression. There'd be no war in Ukraine. We wouldn't have to worry about supply chain issues. Nord Stream 2 wouldn't have been bombed. We could still have, we could still have energy uh, independence here in the United States of America. So Joe Biden is to blame for all of these. Joe Biden is the leader of the Democrat Party. The Demo- Democrats control every branch of government. Ergo, it's their fault. But the funny thing was the last thing that he threw in. I don't know if you heard it. I'm not going to play it again because... Again, I don't want people to turn off the podcast, but at the very end, he goes, it's the it's Putin. It's the pandemic. And then he goes because he's because he's Bernie Sanders. You know, he's got to throw in his own thing. He'll ride. He'll tow the company line. He'll talk about Joe Biden. He'll talk about the uh, the Putin pandemic stuff. But he also wants to throw in a little flavor of his own little taste of Bernie Sanders. So you remember who he is. So at the end, he goes, of course, uh, you know, inflation is also caused by corporate greed because uh, Bernie Sanders hates corporations. Bernie Sanders hates the corporations so much. The millionaires and the billionaires, of which he is one now, by the way. Keep in mind, he didn't make his millions of dollars the way the millionaires did by creating products and services that the majority of Americans were willing to trade their money for because it was that important to them. He didn't create you know, things that made Americans' lives better. He didn't solve problems 
problems that were so bad that people were able to hand over some of their paycheck to have that company give them something or teach them how to save and or solve their problems. I mean, that's all corporations are. You know, car companies, you need a quick place to get from point A to point B, great. Let's, we've designed this car, give us some money, we'll give you one. And then somebody wanted a nicer car or a bigger car or a faster car. And then so the car companies, they, they obliged. And they, they tried to create the biggest, fastest, nicest car they could and, uh, and sell it to the consumer. The same thing goes with the, the iPhone and the, or your, you know, your, your Android phone. If you're one of those Android type people, you needed something to call. You needed a handheld computer. You needed something to, to, to email, text, to stay in communication with your family, whatever it is. So you went out and you traded your money for that iPhone. And, and you know, no one held a gun to your head. The corporations, do they like to make money? Yeah, they're corporations. So does the government. You never hear about government greed come out of Bernie Sanders' mouth. But, but corporate greed, first of all, does not create inflation. Also, it's not something that is illegal. Greed is not against the law. Greed is not a criminal act. It's a, it's a deadly sin, apparently. You know, the seven deadly sins, lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. But none of those things are illegal. Lust isn't illegal. We know that. Oh, okay, acting on it with somebody who's of an inappropriate age or who's married. I mean, technically, yes, adultery is a sin. We all we remember the Clinton years. But, you know, it's not it's not a crime. Gluttony. I mean, how many if gluttony were a crime, half of Congress, Jerry Nadler would not be sitting on that on the uh, as the chairperson of the Judiciary Committee. He'd be sitting well in a jail cell. He'd have a life sentence, man, if gluttony were some kind of crime. Uh, sloth. I mean, again, you can't can't arrest somebody for being lazy. I mean, that's just, that's their God-given right. You have the God-given right to do nothing. In the Declaration of Independence, it says life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It doesn't guarantee happiness. It tells you you can pursue it. You also have the choice not to pursue it. You can be sloth-like. You can be lazy AF. You might not be happy, or maybe you will. It's your choice, but it's not against the law. Wrath, all right. Wrath potentially could be illegal if you act on it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, technically, wrath, what? It's uncontrolled feelings of anger, rage, and even hatred. All right, fine. If Look, if you're acting on your wrath, then uh, that's against the law. But acting on your wrath becomes a different thing totally. It becomes assault. It becomes murder. It becomes whatever other duplicitous thing. You're, I don't know. What, again, I don't know what you're doing. I don't want to know. Just don't la 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 la. Don't tell me what kind of things you're doing. But feeling anger. You know, if you're in your car and somebody cuts you off or flips you the bird or whatever, and you feel this horrible wrath, that's not against the law. Acting on it is, but feeling it is not. And then, of course, envy. I mean, look, we're all a little envious, right? You go to the gym, you're envious of that guy with the bigger muscles. You go over here, you're envious of that dude with the really nice hair. You go over there. You're, I mean, I'm not talking about myself. I'm just I'm just pulling examples out of the air. But everybody's envious. That envy makes the world go round. Keeping up with the Joneses causes a lot of people to actually go to work and do some good things and be productive. And then, of course, pride. And we all know we all know that pride not only is pride not against the law, but the Democrats are all for it. The Democrats are huge pride proponents. That's why they're always throwing pride parades and they have a pride flag. And there's a pride month. There's a pride month for crying out loud. There should be a greed. There should be a greed month, and all the corporations can can uh, have a parade and you know show off all their record profits. But Bernie Sanders, he's on a personal vendetta. He's doing the same things Democrats always do. He's blaming things that don't actually make sense or don't uh, that they that uh, you know don't cause the problem he's claiming they do, and he's doing it for one reason: to divide the United States of America. He wants to divide the United States of America against 
um, against, you know, Republicans. He wants uh, against capitalists and against the rich. That's, you know, you're, the, the Democrats will always divide based on one um, you know, group or another. And with Bernie Sanders, it's always going to be the rich versus the poor. With MSNBC, for example, and then Joy Reid and The View, it's always going to be black versus white. Uh, you know, there's always, there's the abortion crowd who's going to be, you know, right to choose, right to let. There's the Christians versus everyone else. It's just, it's always about division. And so Bernie Sanders throws that jab in there. But the But look, the fact of the matter is that the person who's in charge of the party is so old and so not trusted because of his advanced age that they need to bring in a surrogate to spread his message. And the surrogate they bring in is someone who's even older. That bodes not very well for a party who's looking for a change at the top in 2024. Nobody of youth, nobody who's young, nobody with great ideals, nobody with great vision, no one who can pick up the, 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 the gauntlet and run the party into the future. Beto O'Rourke, that dude's losing by double digits in Texas. Nobody likes Beto O'Rourke. Beto, Gavin Newsom, that guy got recalled in California. And, but, and skated by with less support than he ever had. Nobody likes Gavin. Nobody wants everywhere and the rest of the country to look like California. They're cooked. Meanwhile, on the right, we got these young, you know, uh, cool people that have great ideas and great vision and they're energetic and they're fighting back against We got Ron DeSantis here in Florida as well. We got Christy Noem. There's tons of people. Marco Rubio's still kind of like a spring chicken. There's so many up and comers in the Republican Party, and that's that's really what the Democrats are so, so scared of. So we're going to be following this along. I'm going to see where else they send Bernie Sanders. Like I said, there's other Democrats that are that are parroting this whole view, and we will play those for you on the show today. So definitely listen uh, a little later on. Again, if you haven't yet uh, joined our locals group, we would love for you to do so so you can watch if you want to see what I'm wearing or, you know, I'm wearing my cat Kamek shirt, by the way says don't new york my florida if you want to see you know where i'm broadcasting from today if you want to check out some other cool videos do it go to locals go, i'm sorry that's wrong go to markk.locals.com and sign up right now markk.locals.com and check back every day so that i because i'm sharing all this information with you so that you and me and all of us we can together continue to save the republic